talk about chick flicks here's your host jared thank you thank you for downloading this and thank you for being a part of big lip radio presents no girls allowed today is uh, what may 21st 21st 2017 and what a weekend man I, this is a sunday morning in the middle of a great weekend anybody who knows me knows i don't like to do anything I'm lazy, I like to just hang out, do podcasts, play video games, read comic books, watch movies. <clears throat> That's just what I'm into. And uh, this is one of those weekends. Uh, yesterday, I took my uh, son out, we went to see Alien Covenant, we tried the Taco Bell chicken, naked chicken chips, and uh, we're going to review that because that is that's what we do here. This is what guys are into. We're into fast food. We love fast food, and that's uh, that's what we're going to talk about as well as guy movies. Um, later on today, this is Sunday. Later on today is uh, WWE Backlash. <clears throat> now I've got the perfect game room for sitting around playing video games, watching pro wrestling, recording podcasts, and uh, this weekend is what that was made for. Uh, also, what we got coming up a little bit of programming note is uh, we're working on new podcasts here at uh, Big Lip Radio, and uh, one of them we're working on, I'm calling Big Lip Radio Presents The Lunchbox. Now, me and Zach and a bunch of our friends have got a chat group on Facebook. We call it The Lunchbox, and I thought, what a great name for a podcast, and uh, it's time to uh, start up another general topic podcast where we could talk about anything we want from... uh, uh, current events and pop culture, politics, uh, human interests, uh, video games, comic books, uh, movies. We'll talk about movies there too, just not as in depth as we talk about movies here. And uh, uh, so, so anyway, we're we're starting that one, and that should be coming up here in just uh, uh, I don't know a couple of weeks. I've got new microphones on order because I really like these blue snowball microphones. We used to use uh, three condenser mics and an M-Audio uh, amplifier. And uh, that amplifier hooked into the MacBook through a USB. And it was really, really versatile. You could, uh, uh, we, we used to do our show live on YouTube while we recorded it. And you would hear all of the elements, all the sounds, the openings, the sound effects, all the clips, everything on YouTube, I don't know how Zach did it. Zach's Zach's a master of it. But uh, while while they were really versatile and you could do a lot with that setup, it was horribly expensive, and the sound quality wasn't as good as what I'm getting out of these uh, little snowballs. They they retail for a hundred dollars. Uh, I'm finding them on eBay for thirty thirty five bucks. 
So I have one. I have two more coming. I have a splitter because I've got a MacBook, and and uh, one of the uh, complaints about MacBooks is they don't put enough USB ports on them. So I've got a USB hub coming, and I've got everything. So we're going to do new podcasts, different types of podcasts. This is the next generation of Big Lip Radio, which is why you hear us refer to it as the new Big Lip Radio, because it is it is kind of a, a new, reinvigorated Big Lip Radio. And part of that reinvigoring, uh, it, it, makes, it makes you hungry when you do this much work. And uh, as guys... We we like to know what's what's the newest thing to eat, and this is the latest. Hey, Taco Bell's latest affront to traditional fried chicken values. Barbara, the all-new naked chicken chips made of crispy fried chicken dipped in a seductive nacho cheese sauce. Be warned, Taco Bell's naked chicken chips are tantalizing triangles of temptation. Brought to you by the council and not Taco Bell. <laughs> I love that series of commercials where they want you to eat chicken traditionally. And uh, they're warning you against Taco Bell's new uh, new versions of chicken. The last naked chicken uh, product that they had was a naked chicken chalupa. And uh, if you go back on BigLipRadio.com and uh, check our archives, Zach and I did review the naked chicken chalupa. And uh, uh, these naked chicken strips suffer from the same thing the uh, chalupa suffered from. It's got a bit of a burn. And it's that kind of a, and look, I don't like spicy stuff to begin with, so I can't really critique a burn, but I'm going to do it anyway because it's my damn show. Um, Taco Bell has a burn that's kind of a tasteless burn, and it's just sitting there in the back of your mouth making you feel uncomfortable wishing it wasn't there. And these chips have that same burn. You can get through one or two chips and you're fine, but around that third chip, it's, it starts to... Uh, 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 build up on you. It's building up in the back of your throat. Um, will I order them again? Probably not. If uh, Kim comes home with lunch for the crew and Taco Bell's included and I've got a $5 box with the chips inside them, will I eat them? Yes, I will. Uh, but it's not the first thing I'm going for on the menu. Uh, I give it uh, a three out of out of five, which again, that's not a bad score, but this is Taco Bell, people. Everything on that menu starts at a three and a half out of five. So, uh, so that lets you know what I think about that. Uh, if, if you're into something spicy and it's not horribly spicy, I just don't enjoy spicy. Go ahead and check it out. I, I think you'll like it. It's a three out of five. All right. Now, let's get on to the main event. Yesterday, Cam and I saw Alien Covenant. Now, uh, obviously, I'm in a movie theater. I can't take notes. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read and comment from the WikiLeaks. Uh, WikiLeaks. <laughs> you know what I've been looking at all weekend. Uh, uh, the, the Wiki page for Alien uh, Covenant. I'm going to read the uh, plot synopsis. And uh, But before we do, here is the prologue and the trailer when they, when they first started marketing... Uh, Alien Covenant, and they've got a lot of stuff online, a lot of prologue stuff online that's not in the movie, and it's worth checking out because it matters. And here's the first one. After we made contact with the engineers, the Prometheus was destroyed. All hands were lost, but I escaped with Elizabeth in one of their ships. I was badly injured on our mission. She put me back together. I'd never experienced such compassion. Certainly not from Mr. Wayland. 
or from any human. Green to green, red to red. It's meant to be simple. I'm doing my best. You're very kind at heart, you know. We were able to activate their ship and set course for their homeworld. We were finally going to meet our creators. How long? Impossible to say. What if they're no better than us? So long as they are no worse. Sleep tight. I'll wake you when we arrive. And then I was alone again. I learned of their ways and awaited our arrival. all sacrificed so much to be here and be a part of this thing we're doing. This crew is made up of couples. It's the first ever large-scale colonization mission. And everyone back on Earth is really grateful for your hard work, your courage. We're making history here. This is weird. What are the odds of finding human vegetation this far from Earth? Who planted it? You hear that? What? Nothing. No birds. No animals. Nothing. It's as good as it sounds. 
This movie was such not a disappointment. I, I can't tell you how much I enjoyed this movie. Um, so so the, the second part of that uh, trailer you heard from uh, Daniels, who's the lead female on board uh, uh, the ship and for this movie. And uh, they come out with another prologue. It's another four and a half minute prologue. This one is... Uh, uh, all the uh, the main characters as they're about to be put into cryo sleep, and uh, uh, so anyway, they're like saying their good nights and all that other stuff. Follow the light. How do you feel, Daniels? Fine. Any dizziness? Nausea? I'm fine. It's a hell of a view, ain't it? It is pure majesty. I don't know what you're talking about. It kind of spooks me out. It's a big old seeing nothing. <laughs> Quiet sleep will commence in 153 minutes. Allow one hour before taking the purgative. And please ensure to consume the requisite liquid and vitamin pack. I just wanted to say hey before I jet out. I'm feeling kind of crazy. Well, you're not feeling good? I'm just burning up. Oh, I thought we were going to have one more drink before we went into cryo sleep. Who's going to lead us in our toast? Send Danny do something. She what to say. All right, Captain. That was James Franco. Make sure He's the captain base. of the ship. Oh, yeah. You can count on me. Good night. Hey, Captain. Spoiler alert. He dies the very first scene. James freaking Franco dies the very first scene. Is he gone? Yep. Let's party. I'm going to have this meatloaf. I'm in this grandma's apple pie. Oh. <laughs> sushi. Mm, sushi, yeah. How do you know Miss Barbecue? Or nachos? Mm. Red lobster. Oh, yeah. Pizza. Mm. I miss that. The Jornos. Yes. It's the recipe. <laughs> You're right. Hey, um, the food's not that bad.
kind of a remake of the first one. Looks like she's gonna have an alien pop out, okay. but she's just actually choking. Down the wrong pipe. Walter Shaver. I've got your back. Ooh, that was a joke, right? <laughs> Thank you. So what about that speech, Daniels? Mm. Oh, I have um prepared. Sorry, yeah, Jake asked me to say something, but it's okay. Please. You've all sacrificed so much to be here. To be a part of this. It's the first ever large-scale colonization mission to come this far into our galaxy. You're making history. And everyone back on Earth is really grateful for your hard work and your courage. I just want to say I couldn't pick a better bunch of jerks to get marooned on a distant planet with. So, um, to the Covenant! All right. So, now the prologues, uh, everybody on the ship, all the main characters, now there's 2,000 colonists who are in cryosleep in the, uh, I guess you'd call it the cargo hold, I don't know what else you'd call it. And along with 1,200 human embryos. And they're going to go and colonize this planet that, they, that they've found. And uh, it's going to take seven years to get to this planet. And, and that's the main, the main plot of this. Is they're going to go colonize the planet. Now, all the crew are couples. Because you're going to go colonize it. Now, in, in an effort to be politically correct, uh, one of the couples is gay. How's a gay couple going to help colonize a planet? It doesn't make sense. It's like trying to just shove it in there to show, oh, hey, look how progressive we are. We're heroes. And uh, the prologues uh, make make a big deal about it. And uh, you, you hear it in the prologues, blah, blah, blah. If I didn't know that uh, uh, there was a gay couple, I'd have never really noticed in the film. The actual film is pretty discreet about it. It doesn't put it in your face. And uh, I guess because it makes sense. Because why would you have a gay couple trying to start a colony? It doesn't. It doesn't work. I mean, uh, they they even talk even in a the film. They don't talk like there's a way for two guys or two girls to have a baby. So it doesn't make sense to try to colonize a planet with gay people. So anyway, that was really kind of toned down for the theatrical release. But it is in the prologues everywhere. If you start surfing the internet and looking for it. And uh, so, Alien Covenant, the cast and crew of this uh, movie, you got Michael Fassbender, who played David in the first one, and now he also plays David and Walter, who's another next-generation synthetic, because this this takes place 10 years after Prometheus, and 10 years before the original Alien. Now, we still have the problem of where where do they have all of this technology that doesn't seem to be available in the original films, but is readily available here. I guess you got to kind of overlook that. Uh, and by the way, how come I haven't heard anybody else complaining about this? It's a huge continuity issue. Uh, but anyway, uh, Fastbender plays two roles, and really they're kind of showing off here because 
with today's technology, you can have the same actor play two roles and have them interact physically with dynamic camera angles. It's not like I, I Dream a Genie when she created a second uh, 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 major Healy and, and you could tell it was a split screen and all that stuff. It's really dynamic. In fact, the special effects really for this and Prometheus are flawless. They They take you to places that have never been filmed and it looks like it's filmed it's amazing stuff uh katherine waterston excuse me plays daniels and that's the uh main female character if i have a second complaint about this movie after the uh uh, gay couple going to colonize a uh, planet if i have a second complaint it would be the fact that uh they're trying to shoehorn in female leads Every time they can. Now, granted, Ripley was a great character. And then you had uh, uh, Dr. Shaw in Prometheus. And now you got Daniels in this one. All of the lead uh, heroes are heroines. And it's like you're just trying to shove shove in a uh, an agenda where it really doesn't belong. These are movies. It doesn't have to be a female lead. But uh, she does fine. It's, it's fine that she's a female lead. It's just... Notable that every single uh, hero in the Alien franchise is a female, and I don't, I don't really think it's an agenda. I think they're just trying to cop a formula. Maybe I'm looking too deep into it, and they're just trying to cop a formula. But I don't know. It seems a little shoehorned at this point. Billy Crudup plays uh, Christopher Orm, who's the first mate of the Covenant. Danny McBride plays Tennessee, the chief pilot of the Covenant. And by the way, like I said, Tennessee is my favorite character. He's awesome. Uh, Damien Bashir plays Sergeant Lope and Harlot's husband, and he's the head of security. Uh, Carmen, I will not try to pronounce that name, that last name, E-J-O-G-O, uh, plays Catherine Oren, who's Christopher Oren's wife, and she's a biologist. Amy Seismitz as Maggie Ferris, and she's a lander pilot, and that's Tennessee's wife. Uh, Jesse Smollett plays Ricks, who's Upworth's husband. Callie Hernandez plays Upworth, the medic on board the Covenant. Nathaniel Dean plays Sergeant Elliot. Uh, Alexander England plays Anne Cor. Ancor, I don't remember that character. As a member of the security unit, Benjamin Rigby plays Ledward, a member of the security unit. Um, And let's see. Private Cole. Okay, James Franco plays the captain of the ship. He dies in the very first scene. Blew my mind. You've got a huge name like that. It's like Scream, if you remember Scream. Uh... Big name dies right at the very beginning of the the opening of the show, basically, and uh, uh, it's always kind of fun when they do that. And uh, I didn't feel cheated; I thought it was kind of fun. So here we go. In a prologue to the movie, Peter Whalen speaks with a newly activated synthetic, who he has named David after, who named himself, by the way, David, after looking at a replica of Michelangelo's David. Whalen tells David that one day they will search for mankind's creator together, which, of course, was the entire purpose of Prometheus, was to uh, look for the creation of mankind. 
Now, in 2104, the crew of the colony ship Covenant is bound for a remote planet with 2,000 colonists and 1,000 embryos on board, which are monitored by Walter, who's an upgraded synthetic resembling David. A neutrino burst hits the ship, killing some some colonists. Communists. Uh, Walter orders the computer to wake the crew from stasis, but the captain dies when his pod malfunctions. As the crew repairs the damage, they intercept a human radio transmission from a nearby unknown planet. Against the objection of Daniels, who is the terraforming expert, acting Captain Orem decides to investigate, as the planet appears to be even better for colonization than Orga 6 and the crew, which is the planet they were heading to, and the crew is reluctant to return to their stasis pods, paranoid of another neutrino burst. An expedition team descends to the surface while the Covenant remains in orbit. Orem's wife and biologist Catherine conducts an ecological survey while the others track the signal to the crashed engineer ship piloted by David and Elizabeth Shaw following the disastrous Prometheus mission. It's also curious to note that the transmission they intercept, <coughs> excuse me, the transmission they intercept is the uh, 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 Shaw singing John Denver's uh, Take Me Home, Country Roads. <laughs> uh, two security team members, uh, Ledward and Hallett, are inadvertently infected when, with an alien spore. See, these alien spores, you, you jostle the dirt and they rise up out of the ground and uh, go in through your nose or through your ear. And uh, it's almost like they turn your own tissue inside you into an alien. Uh, let's see, where are we at? Okay. Uh, Kareen helps Ledward back to the landing vehicle, but Ferris quarantines them both inside the med bay. A neomorph bursts from Ledward's back, killing him, then mauls Kareen to death. Ferris tries to shoot the creature, but invariably hits gas tanks, accidentally destroying the lander and herself. Outside the ship, another neomorph bursts from Hallett's throat and kills him. As the remaining crew members attempt to radio the Covenant for help, the neomorphs attack and kill Ankor. The crew kill a neomorph, but Walter loses a hand, saving Daniels from another. David, the sole survivor of the Prometheus mission, rescues the crew and leads them to an alien city full of corpses. In order to gain the confidence of the crew, David misinforms the crew that upon their arrival, the engineer ship accidentally released a bioweapon, killing the native population. In the ensuing chaos, the ship crashed, killing Shaw. Inside the cities, uh, the surviving, fully-grown Neomorph attacks and decapitates Rosenthal, who is separated from the main crew. Uh, David attempts to communicate with the Neomorph and is horrified when Orem kills it. At Orem's demand, David reveals his activities on the planet. Now, here's what David's really been up to. David reveals his activities on the planet. Using a black liquid as a catalyst, he created the earliest Neomorse after experimenting with a parasitic creature that laid eggs inside its prey. Upon being born, the larvae ate the prey from the inside out. David then learns, leads Orem to an incubation chamber and tricks Orem into observing one of the eggs as it opens, from which a face hugger emerges. And where am I at? Okay. Uh, and implants Orm with an embryo, a xenomorph, later erupts from Orm's chest, killing him. Now, here's here's a problem I have with the series as a whole. Um, how long it takes an alien to gestate inside a, a, a living human host, 
and how long it takes that xenomorph once once burst from the chest to grow into a fully mature alien is never a consistent amount of time i mean i felt like in the first alien i felt like it was days before the face hugger fell off and the xenomorph showed up and uh and sometimes it takes like minutes so it's it's never consistent and it's always been a source of uh of uh, irritation for me because I'm a bit of a continuity geek, not horrible, but a bit, and and I wish there was some continuity in those stages of uh, of the aliens' uh, development. Okay, here we go. As the crew search for Orem and Rosenthal, Walter confronts David after learning the truth of his experiments. David had deliberately unleashed the black liquid upon the engineers and murdered Shaw, whose corpse is shown severely mutated and dissected. David disables Walter and captures Daniels. Walter reactivates himself and saves her in the two synthetics fight, allowing Daniels to escape. Walter emerges victorious, while Lope is attacked by a face hugger. Cole removes the facehugger from Lope, but they are both ambushed by the now-matured xenomorph, because he's already fully grown, uh, born from Orem. The xenomorph kills Cole, but Lope, Lope escapes. Tennessee, the pilot of the Covenant, arrives in another lander to extract Daniels, Lope, and Walter. They kill the adult xenomorph with the lander's crane and dock with the Covenant. However, Lope has been implanted with a xenomorph embryo, which bursts from his chest, killing him, before quickly maturing and killing crew members Rick and Upworth. With that, by the way, that was in a shower scene, and it was intense. Uh, with the help of uh, Walter, Tennessee and Daniels corner the xenomorph and the Covenant's terra- in the Covenant's terraforming bay and flush it into space. Uh, looks like the good guys win. See, now the Covenant returns to its original mission plan, and the crew re-enters statement. Stasis. Sorry about that. As Walter puts Daniels under, she asks him if he will help her realize her dream of building a log cabin on their new homeworld. Walter does not appear to remember that she had previously confided the secret, and Daniels realizes, realizes she is talking to David, but is unable to escape the pod before falling asleep. Alone, David gains access to the colonist's cryosleep quarters and regurgitates two facehugger embryos. Yes, he had them in his stomach, and he just, whoop, there's a facehugger embryo, and whoop, there's a second one. And he places them in the refrigerator alongside the human embryos. David then records a log stating that all crew members except for Daniels in Tennessee were killed by the neutrino blast at the beginning of the film. Wow. Okay, so the planet this thing takes place on is actually the engineer's planet's. Home planet. I assume it's a home planet. And uh, so David killed the entire planet, which is why in the prologue, in the trailer, you hear there's no animal life. Because vegetation is not affected by this uh, virus. Only only meat, as they said in the movie. Oh, the movie was so good. Only meat is affected. And uh, uh, so... I don't know if that was the home planet of the engineers. I don't know if all the engineers are now dead. I mean, they can't all be dead because at some point, Ripley and her crew come upon the uh, uh, downed engineer ship on uh, LV-246. And that's full of eggs. And, and we know now that David 
Michael Fassbender created the xenomorphs as we understand them from aliens. It was created by David. Oh, by the way, uh, this podcast has a lot of spoilers in it, so spoiler alert. (laughs) I'll probably put that in the description so you'll know that uh, you're going to get the whole plot when you download this. Uh, I thought the movie was fantastic. I thought it was better than Prometheus. Um, I thought Prometheus was really good. And Prometheus is one of those movies. I did watch it again. I did a horrible job describing it on the last episode. I, but I did watch it again. It's, it's, a, it's a really solid movie. And it's one that gets better each time you watch it. Um, but uh, this movie is even better than Prometheus. I cannot wait to get the Blu-ray. I can't wait. I hope it has a commentary track. Because one thing you know about me. Uh, when I'm cleaning the game room, when I'm doing work, when I'm doing anything, I like to put on a Blu-ray and listen to the commentary track. It's just something I'm into. So I'm dying for the Blu-ray of the Covenant to come out. I give this a solid 4 out of 5. Covenant, uh, Prometheus, I would give a 3.5 out of 5. Um, it's it's good. And uh, So this is what you need to do. <clears throat> if you don't mind the Taco Bell Spice... Uh, when you download this and you listen to it, you need to uh, run to see Alien Covenant. Then, with your buddies, go to Taco Bell. Uh, get something that's not the naked chicken chips. Sit down and uh, talk about the movie. It's great. And if you don't mind the spice of the Taco Bell's horrible cheap spice, uh, you might enjoy the uh, chicken naked chicken t- chips. They're 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 fine. There's just better things on their menu. And I would never tell you to not go to Taco Bell. So uh, see this movie. Go to Taco Bell. And uh, then, let's see, where, where am I at? Oh, there we go. Whoops. Oh, I see what I'm doing. Sorry about that. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. See, I'm trying to find the ending to this show because this show's done. It's time for me to get ready to watch backlash and i've got to play some uh call of duty today before that starts it's gonna be a great weekend i'd like to thank you guys for sharing this 35 minutes of your weekend with me and uh get ready for big lip radio presents the lunchbox because we've got a couple of new hosts coming down the pipe and we will see you later